Hello, hello, beloved. Welcome to Walking in Wisdom podcast. My name is Jenny G, and you're listening to the everyday life of a Black girl navigating faith, love, business, and holistic wealth with wisdom. My heart is that every episode, you leave feeling a little bit better, a little bit stronger, and a whole lot wiser. In today's episode, we are going to talk about wisdom. Makes no sense to have a podcast called Walking in Wisdom without us giving a definition to it. So in this episode, we are going to talk about what is wisdom, how do we get it, and why it all matters. So let's get into it. So the proverb for the day is knowledge is a garden. If it isn't cultivated, you can't harvest it. An African proverb. I chose this proverb today because it really stood out for me. I think a lot of times, most of us, we we think that knowledge is very fixed, right? In our communities, in our society, we talk about IQs all the time and this person is wicked smart or this person is a little bit slow. Um, And I find that when, when we think that we're not good at something, we oftentimes don't make space to grow in it. So one of the reasons why this Proverbs stood out for me is just the the truth that knowledge is very fluid and knowledge will grow if you cultivate it. In the areas that I don't feel the best at or the strongest at, I find that when I am diligent in watering that area and taking care of it and investing in it, I may not be as great compared to someone else. But the reality of it is we shouldn't really be comparing ourselves to other people. We should only be comparing comparing ourselves to the person that we were, right? So to the Jenny that was yesterday. So I really appreciate this podcast, this um, proverb, because it really gives an insight that what you cultivate will grow. So if you are cultivate cultivating this idea that you're not good or you're not smart in this area, you won't be able to harvest anything from it. However, if you make a choice to say that knowledge in this area is something that I'm going to cultivate, eventually there will be a season that you cultivate from it or you harvest from it, excuse me. So I, I hope that proverb, you know, did a little something for you. And I wanted to add a little extra sauce to this section by offering a self-reflection question. So I bought this self-reflection card pack from We're Not Really Strangers. It's a company that ask questions that helps to engage in deeper conversations. So I bought the self-reflection edition because I am working to cultivate the habit of journaling 
So I would like to share a reflection question with you guys and make space for you to answer that question for yourself. So in my friend group, and this was also inspired by a friend who also has an amazing podcast, shout out to Brianna of Shine Bright Podcast. So she calls her section a heart check where um, she asks the question, how's your heart doing today? And I am leaning towards calling this section a pulse check because I find that whenever I'm talking to my friends and we've had a really deep scuba diving moment, I usually ask a pulse check question. So how are you? What's going on in your heart today? So. This self-reflection question for today is, which one of my mistakes taught me the most this past year? What did it teach me? And I love this question. I had to pause and think about it. And the, the thing that came to my mind first and foremost was last year was a struggle bus for me when it came to confidence because I was spending entirely too much time trying to get validation and affirmation outside of myself, right? So I found that everybody was going through it. Everybody was dealing with their own stuff. And especially at work, I found that I was feeling small because I was looking for validation based on my work and I wasn't able to fully engage my work to the capacity because businesses were closed and people were trying to figure out what was happening with their finances. So the one of my mistakes from last year was really looking for validation outside of myself and outside of God, so externally. And what that taught me was the importance of understanding, of grounding yourself so that you know that irregardless of life happening, circumstances happening, you are good, period, right? So your goodness does not decrease because of of a lack of validation from others because in in our world today with social media i think a lot of people are experiencing hits to their confidence to their self esteem to their self worth because they are addicted to the validation that comes from social media So that was my reflection from this question, and I want to make space for you guys to do a pulse check. How are you doing when it comes to this question? What's one of the mistakes that you made last year, and what did it teach you? All right, so let's start off first with defining wisdom. As you guys will hear me say several times within this podcast, I am a, I have a love for words. And I believe that when you take the time to define a word, you give it proper context and positioning in your life. So I am going to start off first with reading the definition of wisdom according to Merriam-Webster. And then we're going to listen to 
the Hebrew version of the word because it's deep, y'all. And I'm so excited to have this conversation with you guys. So let's start off with the Webster definition. Wisdom is the quality of having experience, knowledge, and good judgment, the quality of being wise, the soundness of an action or decision with regard to the application of experience, knowledge, and good judgment, the ability to discern inner qualities in relationships, and the natural ability to understand things that most other people cannot understand. Those were the four definitions that I kind of pulled out from from Webster. So we're going to now listen because I'm not going to pretend that I can say these Hebrew words. And if you could find something that can say the Hebrew words for you, why not use it? So let's listen to how we say wisdom in Hebrew. Strong's Ace 2451. Chokma. Chokma. That required a whole lot of throat action. <laughs> so the spelling of that uh, word is C-H-O-K-M-A-H. And the definition, the biblical usage definition of Wisdom, chokmah, is skill in war, wisdom and administration, shrewdness. And I took the time to look up a deeper definition of shrewdness because I don't want to assume that everybody understands what shrewdness is. And it says marked by clever discerning awareness. And another definition for wisdom in the biblical usage is prudence in religious affairs. And then the word prudence means skill and good judgment in the use of resources, caution as to danger or risk, the ability to govern and discipline oneself by the use of reason. And when I first define these words, I was like, wow, it's not just about being smart, right? Wisdom has so many different aspects to it. And I I just appreciated it so much reading the definition, just understanding that in the Hebrew, something significant as it's not just about information, it's about skills. It's about how do you apply strategy in warfare? So that gave me more of like a robust look into the word. So we are going to talk about some takeaways that I have received and I want to share with you guys because I believe that not only is it important that we understand what wisdom is, In this podcast, my goal is to share how we can implement and get these certain things in our lives. How do we walk in wisdom in different areas of our lives? So I'm going to just, you know, because this is a this 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 episode is basically a word study and we're probably going to have a couple of them throughout the seasons of this podcast. So I have three main points and the third point is more of 
of an observation. But the first point that I wanted to share with you guys is the fact that wisdom is a gift from God. It's referenced over 222 times, specifically in the King James Version. So it is something that is highly important (laughs) to the Lord. It's actually, again, you know, there's a book or a series of book dedicated to wisdom, the wisdom books, which are Proverbs, Ecclesiastes, and I believe Songs, nope, yeah, Songs of Solomon. And I think it's really important that we understand that if wisdom is a gift from God, there are different ways that we can think about it. So let's start off first with just understanding that there are nine spiritual gifts that you can receive from the Holy Spirit. And those gifts are tongues, interpretation of tongues, prophecy, word of knowledge, word of wisdom, discerning of spirits, faith, healing, and miracles. And if we really want to break down and understand spiritual gifts in a deeper way, this was shared with me by a woman in that I really admire, Tiffany Montgomery. And in it's the the spiritual gifts, the nine spiritual gifts were broken down into three categories. And those three categories are vocal gifts, revelatory gifts, and power gifts. So the vocal gifts would be tongues, interpretation of tongues, and prophecy. The revelatory gifts would be word of knowledge, word of wisdom, discerning of spirit. So these are the gifts that reveal to you things that are not seen and the power gifts, which are faith, healing, and miracles. So in thinking about the fact that we receive gifts from the Holy Spirit, I think one thing that stood out to me is understanding what a gift is. And it sounds very like basic, but we're going to talk about it, y'all, because sometimes the assumption is that you should know well, this isn't the first time I'm doing this life. I don't know about (laughs) y'all. So I don't assume that anyone should just know, right? So gifts are something that are freely given. It's usually given without an expectation of anything back. So it's a celebration. It's usually given during celebrations to celebrate and show another person that you care, that you acknowledge them, that you love them, that you think of them when they are away. And what I appreciate about gifts is it immediately made me think of birthdays. I love birthdays. I love my birthday and I love celebrating the birthdays of the people that I love because it's just, I just feel like birthdays are your own personal new year. And therefore, it's a opportunity to reflect and to grow and to think about how you want to become better for the following year. With that, I, again, I'm going scuba diving deep. I realized that the gifts that you give depends on two things. 
So the gifts depend on relationship, right? When you think about it, you will give a different type of gift to a coworker than you would give a best friend, right? And this has nothing to do with like whether you're a good or a bad gift giver, but the nature of the relationship determines the quality of the gift sometimes, or even the uh, thoughtfulness of the gift. I know that I enjoy giving gifts, but when I don't know some someone well, oftentimes I default to a standard gift. It could be like a gift card or something that I believe is like easy for someone to make their own decision about what they would like for their own life. Right. However, if I'm going to give a gift to a best friend, I'm aware of their likes, their dislikes. I have a sensitivity of their needs and their desires. Therefore, I give a gift that is hopefully more thoughtful and more reflective of our relationship. So, what that made me realize is that. God being the ultimate gift giver thinks so much of us that he gives us a quality of these like nine different gifts, but it genuinely depends like the, the, I would say the intensity sometimes of certain gifts can only be heightened or improved based on the relationship. Right. And the, I hope that made sense. And that relationship really impacts the gift, right? Or the the how you value the gift oftentimes. And the second part that I realize is important when it comes to gift giving is just positioning. Are you in a great position to receive a gift? That's a good word for somebody. We Like if you, again, let's stick to the birthday party celebration, birthday celebration. If I'm going to a a birthday party and I, something happens, I'm not in the right location. I go to the wrong building, to the wrong party, the house party, whatever. We find that you'll find that you are unable to give your gift to the person that you intended to because you guys are in different positions, different locations. I feel like there's a very, very, very similar instance when it comes to receiving a bit of spiritual gifts. I think God gives period because he's a good father and it matters the position that you are in. If you are constantly putting your yourself in spaces where you can't be blessed or seen, you'll find that it's it's harder. It's not impossible, but it's harder to receive certain gifts and to see those gifts cultivated. Let's go back to that proverb. You those gifts aren't given the proper environment in order to see a harvest. So I guess one of the main takeaways that I want to share from this area is that one, your 
gifts, um, wisdom is one of the nine spiritual gifts given by God. God is a good father who gives really great gifts, right? And that the the nature or the how you receive a gift really depends on the relationship that you have with the gift giver. How you value it is going to depend on how you value that relationship and positioning. Are you in the a great position to cultivate this gift in order to see a harvest from it? So that was overall point number one. So I guess an action step I would say is really evaluate your relationship and two, don't be afraid to ask for for certain things from the Lord. I I believe that I was really given the gift of wisdom at an early age. I didn't even have the words to ask for it. I've always been an old soul. However, there are certain gifts, spiritual gifts that I've learned to ask for. Like I've asked for the the spiritual gift of prophecy because in the spiritual gift of miracles and I want to see those gifts just manifest and grow and more in my life as I continue to grow older. So uh, takeaways, main takeaways is really you can ask for certain gifts and seek it out, but you also need to evaluate your relationship, evaluate your position, your positioning so that these gifts have, have a great environment to thrive in. Point number two is one of my favorite points when it comes to wisdom, right? So we just talked about how do you get wisdom? The second point is just a differentiation. Wisdom is more than information. It's about application, right? So when we talk about, when we define the word wisdom, we were talking about the fact that it's a skill, right? It It is wisdom. It in administration, it is understanding, having good judgment and how to use the resources. I realized a couple years ago, actually, that what I was calling wisdom in the beginning was knowledge. And the reason why that I I want to make the this differentiation is because I think a lot of us have knowledge right? We know what to do. However, if you never do what you know to do, that's not wisdom. (laughs) You just have a whole lot of head knowledge because wisdom takes into account application and you grow in wisdom when you understand that there are different ways to use resources and you can Uh, discern. You can separate when to use a resource um, for a specific reason or a specific time. So wisdom, I realized in my life, started to really be cultivated and grow when I made a decision that I would do the work, 
put it in application. Because if you're struggling with results, there's a strong possibility that you are lacking in wisdom. And again, what we're defining wisdom is just the application, the skill, right? It's not just the information. A lot of us, especially because we live in the digital era, era where we receive a lot of information, we we have a lot of knowledge and we have a lot of people that don't apply that knowledge. One of my favorite scriptures about wisdom outside of, you know, the book of Proverbs is found in Exodus 28 verse 3, which says, so you shall speak to all who are gifted artisans who I have filled with the spirit of wisdom, that they may make Aaron's garment to consecrate him, that he may minister to me as priest. So this is one of the very first times that you see the word wisdom just really activated in the Bible, which is in the book of Exodus, the second book of the Bible, of the Torah. And I really love this scripture because the first time the word wisdom is used, it's in regards to work, right? They were building out the temple and the way that the Lord wanted to be worshiped. And the people that he filled with wisdom weren't like super religious people. It was a goldsmith. It was a carpenter. It was a um, a designer. The person that was creating the drapery, creating the clothing, creating the the utensils that would be then used in the temple, and that was so significant for me because a lot of creatives feel like they are creative, but they aren't knowledgeable, and that's not the truth because. According to the word of God, when you have a skill and you know when and how to apply that skill, you have wisdom. So that gave me a lot of encouragement because creativity is is a a representation of wisdom and application, right? So I think that it's really, really dope to, to, to understand that because what that made me realize is as I grow in my skills, as I learn how to apply my gifts in different areas in my business, in my job, I am growing in wisdom. The knowledge and the ability to make the right choices at the opportune time is how we see wisdom in application in our life. And I believe that um, there's just a reframing that has to be done where people understand that there's a difference between having book knowledge, even worldly knowledge, and having what the Bible calls wisdom. And that wisdom is defined as having skills that you are putting into application for the greater good and to serve and minister to the Lord. So I guess the point number two is just wisdom is more than than information. It's about skillful application. So consider the areas that you have been 
considering not enough, right? And that you lack skill in and just see what are the ways that you can cultivate? What are the ways that you can apply the knowledge, the head knowledge that you have and turn it into application so that you can grow in wisdom. Daniel was successful because he had wisdom. He wasn't the wisest person in the Bible, he, but he was, he was successful in the areas of politics. He was successful in the areas of governance of state because he had the gift of wisdom. Solomon was just, he was just winning. <laughs> Uh, until he became foolish because he asked for for wisdom as as a gift from the Lord. And as women, I just want us to, I guess, acknowledge that if the Lord saw it worthy enough to portray wisdom as a woman, just imagine what he thinks about you, right? So I guess the the main takeaway that I want you guys to have from this is watch your words. If you find yourself calling yourself dumb or, you know, beating yourself up for not doing something well, just recognize that the, the Bible portrays wisdom as a woman. Therefore, God really thinks very highly of you. And you can create your atmosphere. You can create your life. You can create the environments that you exist in based on your words. And you are fully able to live a skillful life, live with prudence, live with wealth (laughs) as a woman. Because it is, I would say, our birthright. (laughs) I hope this episode was helpful and had great gems for you to pull from. You can let me know what's something that really stood out for you in this episode. Because ultimately, every time that you listen in, I want you guys to leave feeling a little bit better, a little bit stronger and a whole lot wiser. Thank you so much for joining us this week on the Walking in Wisdom podcast. Check us out on Instagram at at Walking in Wisdom podcast. If you love the show, please leave us a rating on iTunes so that we can continue to bring you episodes that you love. And if you really, really love it, please share it out with one or two of your friends. As always, subscribe to the show to catch every new episode and leave us a review so that I can continue to bring you content that helps you on your journey of growth. See you next time.